0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spill the Bee, the student-led podcast hosted by Kent Business School. Today, we are joined by two very special guests, two students at the University of Kent, and we are discussing freshers. So I'll let them introduce themselves, starting
1: off with Harvey. Yes, so hello there. My name is Harvey Bolton. I am a stage S student, which means I'm on placement. I've just finished my second year. I study marketing at the Canterbury campus and I'm on placement at the Volkswagen group in Milton Keynes with the Seat brand in product marketing.
0: Lovely, that sounds very exciting. I'm definitely gonna get into that. Um, and Lena, I'll let you introduce yourself.
2: Hello, my name is Lena Ali. I am a going into third year student Uh, studying journalism at the University of Kent on the Medway campus, I've also lived on the Canterbury campus and I am the president of KTV.
0: Lovely, two very accomplished individuals we have today with us so I'm very excited to get into this discussion. So I want to discuss today just freshers and the university experience as a whole because I know everyone kind of has a very different university experience. So for you Harvey, how did you get into the University of Kent how did was this one of your options you know I'd love to hear your story
1: oh oh god this is a this is a fun tale I've had to regale many times so I am turning 23 in a few days so I didn't go to university straight off I went to university quite late I originally went to a different university um, which I didn't enjoy I was doing music technology and I just I I thought it's what I wanted to do I didn't enjoy it so I left I worked for two years in the automotive industry and the events industry before coming to Kent Um, I won't lie because it was the it was the best university that I could go to without having to leave home Um, but Ultimately, there was a very good, you know, there was a good reason behind it as well, because it, the marketing course was something I really wanted to study, We're very highly regarded and things like that. So it wasn't just a sort of like, oh, whatever's the closest university, because believe me, I could have gone to a lot of other universities, but I chose Kent for a lot of reasons, not least because it, was, it meant an easier commute for me and the support systems would be good
0: no definitely I completely understand that being close to home is a massive and especially if you have a university this good close to you why wouldn't you go to it right yeah exactly (laughs) so you went on to do marketing is that correct um yes Yes. and now you're doing your placement so you've really developed yourself (laughs) and changed from using technology to now this whole new chapter
1: yeah it, it, it was quite mental um so I I, I trained as a musician and in music technology for a good sort of oh god six, seven years of my life up till, you know, I think I made the change from being a music about six months before I came back to uni. Um I've always been fascinated by cars. I've always loved cars. Um I I worked for a prestige car dealership for a year and was driving all sorts of great cars, which was really my my dream come true. But ultimately i really wanted my professional progression to be beyond just sitting at a desk and being told what to do i wanted to sort of make your progression so i was very lucky um in god september to december last year i went through the process of joining volkswagen group um, through their their placement process and i got my offer in december and i started just at the end of June so about about six weeks ago now so yeah it's it's been a it's been a wild ride I didn't think I'd be here.
0: (laughs) That's amazing honestly (laughs) it's weird how life works out but that's truly great to hear how successful you've been at it. Mm. Um, Lena, I do also want to hear your story how you came to Ken? what you said you lived in the Canterbury campus give us a bit more info.
2: Right, so I had a bit of an unconventional start to university life, I'd say. I'm going to keep it real with you guys and say I was one of those ones. I was born and raised in London, and my motivation for coming to Kent was I just wanted to leave. I wanted something that wasn't too far um, from London, so still like an hour and a half. But I wanted some sheep, I wanted some bunnies on campus, I wanted some fresh <laughs> air I wanted to get away from the pollution. So um, I came to Kent, which was the best decision of my life. And then I chose philosophy and politics in my first year, based on the fact that I enjoyed politics. And I applied through Clearing, so it was available. And I said, why not? I'll give philosophy a try. Didn't work out. I still love the politics side. So uh, at the end of my first year, I was wondering what I was going to do. I knew I loved Ken. I knew he wanted to stay here. But um, yeah, I knew I wasn't really loving the philosophy side of my course. So. I went through clearing again and ended up applying to journalism. And that has been the best decision that I've made since coming to Kent. Um, I absolutely love my course. At first, it was a very difficult decision between Canterbury and Medway because I wanted to stay on the Canterbury campus, I'm not gonna lie, but I also wanted to do my dream course of journalism. So I thought I'm gonna give Medway a try. And I met the most amazing people in Medway. I did end up moving there. Uh, still love my course. I'm actually going into my final year, as I mentioned, and yeah, I that's pretty much my academic journey of it. I feel like a lot of people are also stuck in this place where they just want to sort of leave, especially if you've grown up in London. And in sense I would say come to Kent, even if you don't sort of find your feet at first, you find bits and bobs that you like, so like modules. That's not me saying blindly just pick a degree that you don't really agree with, but definitely have a look at the module list and even after your first year uh, I got a lot of support in terms of you know not really understanding what I wanted to do but I knew that I liked bits and bobs from here so I just sort of applied that with my A-levels and then made the perfect choice for my degree in and here I am.
0: That's so lovely. Like honestly, that that perseverance is amazing. You both had very unconventional starts to your university career, but it all kind of led you onto finding the true thing you love. Really, you know what what you actually love to study and what you enjoy studying, which is amazing yeah. to hear, because I think that's how it should be. Mm, definitely,
1: yeah, yeah I very much agree with that. Yeah.
0: So with you guys, both of you, when you first started. How was that transition like from A-levels or even from, you know, not being in education for a year and going
1: into it? Do you want to go first, Lena?
2: I think the big question that came into my mind was what do I like? Because up until then, it's sort of about, you know, you go through a transition and it's sort of written out for you already and you pick your A-levels and it's not really, you know personalized to what you enjoy doing so all throughout my first year it was just very self-discovery you know soul searching a little bit even in terms of academia and what I really want to do and how I'm going to apply that to my career and not too much on the pressure side of career just in terms of the next three years what am I going to enjoy doing Um, what lectures am I really going to love what kind of peers do I, what kind of conversations do I want to have in university about my degree? And those were the sort of questions that I had that I didn't have in um, A-levels and in GCSEs I really focused on in first year. So I feel like that was the biggest jump for me, just proper focusing on what do I enjoy doing? What is Lena like doing? And what you know what makes me me? And I feel like it was a lot of relating it to journalism. It was a lot of you know news and it was a lot of like public affairs. It was a lot of social issues, um, social justice all of that and I feel like I also in times where that didn't match with my degree when I was doing philosophy and politics I really tried to branch out and sort of um, find my feet around campus with what I enjoyed as well and I found Kent to be perfect for that because you know you can get involved with student media as I did join KTV there's the newspaper that we have Inquire, and yeah it's just it was a lot about me in first year and I feel like that's the message that I want to give out as well to um, prospective students. Just, this is your time for yourself. This is probably the first time in your life that you're going to get to really focus on what you want to do and really think about what you want to study in the next few years and what you're going to love doing, what, you, what lectures you're going to love going through, what seminars you're going to love doing.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. That's amazing.
1: Um, Summed it up. Michael. Are you yeah. yeah, I mean... Um... <laughs> I guess because I, because I came to university like you know I, I guess having a full start at the age of nineteen, you coming you know I came in when I was just twenty one, I was very much older than a lot of people in my course. Um, it just in the fact that some of them had just turned eighteen, um, and you know and it's the same in my placement. I'm I'm three years older than most people I'm I'm working with. But the thing with me is I because I'd worked beforehand. My transition really I guess was was that sort of like this is my full-time job now so I really when I came into uni I didn't really take time for myself I just sort of started and I was working 12-14 hours a day just trying to keep up because I didn't do business A-levels I didn't I don't have (laughs) A-levels I did BTECs and like in music and things I had no idea what I was talking about my first lecture my first day was um uh, economics, <laughs> and wow. I'm absolutely clueless. Um, I remember sitting in my parents' bed th- that evening, just asking my dad, "Like, what does this mean? what is And he got an E in economics, so he was not much help. Um, I'm but, absolutely
0: clueless in economics too. Trust me. I
1: shouldn't. I shouldn't say this. I I, I hate economics, but I that's purely because I just didn't get it. Um, but no, it was for me. I, I mean, I I sort of went, okay, I'm at university. I need to do like university things. So I joined like seven or eight societies in my in freshest week. <laughs> and oh, wow. uh, say, like, on top of studying full time, I was kind of, I kind of was a bit emotionally unavailable to anyone in my life for about a good six weeks. Um, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't do a lot except study. Um, I met my, my girlfriend about six weeks into uni and I think she, she thought I was an absolute workaholic. Like I, I was she was like, what are you doing? I'm working. So um, I guess my, my sort of thing is like, I don't overdo it as well, like know your limits because as you know, I didn't even do the partying thing. Like I didn't do nightclubs or anything like that. So, you know, if you add that on top of it, you like it's, it's intense. It's fun, but it's really intense.
0: 100%. See, yeah. I, I really do think that university isn't just about the academics. It's a whole rounded experience that kind of develops you as a person. Um, it's a combination of everything. And When you come into first year, I think it's really not that important. I I shouldn't be saying this, uh, obviously, being a student, but education isn't always the priority. Your Academics are obviously high up on the list, but don't make that the only thing you do. Always, you know, explore your other avenues go out, socialize, join societies, have fun, you know, there's so many things on offer at university that those are the things that will really develop you into the person you want to become.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, I mean, personally, sorry, go, go on. No, no, of course, i um, I was just going to say, um, personally, like, having now gone through 18 months of pandemic, you know, state of the obvious, like, I wish when I'd come into uni, because I, obviously, I came in and what September 2019 like I had six months before pandemic started like Mm -hmm. I really wish I'd gone out more and met more people because this last year I've just been I've been talking to the same people obviously but I met like in the first six months of uni because I haven't had really an opportunity to do anything else you know it's not like I can go and you know play sports on zoom or something (laughs) Uh, not that I play sports I'm used to sports anyway but yeah I think you're right you know academically i i kind of was like in this panic mode and it's what i do i, I mean i was like this in second year as well i was in this panic mode of like if i don't do everything all the time i'm going to fail and mm-hmm. you know a i probably hadn't possibly high standards myself but b like i didn't realize you know that it is actually quite chill you just need to you know university lecturers will tell you oh you need to work 10 hours a, a week on my module and read everything, 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 everything. And that's true, but if you think about if you've got four modules a semester, you're doing 40 hours a week, which is a full-time job anyway. And then you're living. (laughs) So I kind of would recommend to to give yourself some slack. Everyone's done before a.m. Yep.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can't tell you how many 4 a.m.s I
2: regret not going out enough even though I do feel like I enjoyed my freshness I really did I tried to make the most of it but now that we've been stuck in a pandemic I wish I went hard honestly <laughs> 100%
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make up for lost time
2: have you got any uni regrets
0: personally I don't think I do okay. I think I really did the most I could have in the time that I had yeah. Pre-pandemic, I think I was so active as as a student that I'd literally do anything and everything I could get my hands on. Yeah. So I'd be like, I I wouldn't sit down basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wish I'd done more of that. I mean, I spent so much time in. I mean, I, I mean, I don't regret spending so much time in the library studying and, and being, no. you know, the model student or something. Well, model student in some people's eyes, probably like, play opposite. But yeah, I do wish I had sort of like, I wish I'd actually done Freshers' Week because for Freshers' mm-hmm. Week, I was literally just sitting around studying. And then I think on a Friday night, I had like one beer with a friend I'd met. Like, <laughs> it is a sort of a weird, desperate social like calamity where you just have to like talk to everybody. And I think actually that's still be in good stead because now coming into the world of work, that's what I had to do like the last six weeks. I've just had to talk to everyone and you just have to be confident that Everyone's going to want to talk back because everyone's in the same boat, I guess. Yeah.
0: 100%. And at least you have, after your placement's done, you'll have a freshers. You know, you'll find the freshers probably, but it'll be a really freshers, pro- Proper one,
1: fingers crossed. 25 nearly. <laughs> <laughs> you're a freshers. you're oh. never too old for a freshers. Like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll look like that creepy, like, old guy in a nightclub. <laughs> 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 I go to the when I venue, when I come back and try and mix of, like, the sort of eight, just 18-year-olds. I think um, I don't, I'll, we'll see how I get on with that one. I don't, I'm not exactly sure.
0: No, don't
1: say that. You're never too old.
0: You can always party hard. That's, that's that's the real thing. This is a great segue into my next topic of discussion, which is societies. So I know for myself, I've been quite involved in a few societies. Harvey, you said you joined around six, seven societies in the beginning?
1: Yeah. Um. Oh God, I've got to remember what I joined. It was a lot, because I've done a lot of music stuff, I just basically joined anything but might want music so i joined um t24 which is acting musical theater um live music society i joined kent tech which is like the guys who do all the technical stuff for the university events um oh god what else did i do i i, did, I joined others as well and i can't remember what i joined like it was just like a sort of a mad dash haze and i think i whittled it down to none by about february because I was just so busy. Um, exactly. And also, like, yeah. the pandemic started happening, and I was more and more, like, unavailable doing things with my friends. I didn't really want to stay up until one in the morning doing things, because, like, you know, obviously I used to be a professional for technician, so I just get paid for this stuff, and now I was doing it for free, and I was like, maybe not. <laughs> but, um, it, it, it does not look- it doesn't suit the soul well when you're not getting paid for the work you're doing. No, Peter's fine, but like, you know, I kind of was just, you know, I guess being a business student, I was like, where's the money in this? Where's the <laughs> profits? But, um, no, this year I've, I've been, what have I been involved with this year? I joined CSR this year, our community, our student radio station, which I really wanted to do last year, which but I, I didn't. Um, unfortunately, not a lot happened due to the pandemic, so the studio's been shut, but when I come back, I'm 100% getting in there and doing a show because it's such a cool opportunity um that's amazing i I look forward to hearing that one yeah i do too i I really wanted to do it but i i also joined like a the autistic society because i'm on the autistic spectrum um and i did sewing (laughs) with them i did a sewing circle and um i don't i think you can't see them obviously a podcast i somewhere i've got a cushion but i sewed with like the great autismo sewed on it and my mum was probably furious i stole one of her cushions and sewed on it but you know no that's so cool that's a skill to have life as well sewing that's amazing wow yeah also to save my life that's
2: wow yeah I knit now
0: (laughs) so it's it's all it's all good I really want to get into knitting I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people getting knitting due to long and you know boredom Mm. but I feel like it's going to be really therapeutic so I really do want to try and get into it
1: as well it's quite easy when you get into it it's very therapeutic I tend to I was like just watching tv and knitting you know i've knitted a scarf so far um for my mum. she hasn't worn it but i'm knitting another scarf so some might wear that
0: <laughs> It's is literally your mum's doing what i would do to my grandma when she knitted me stuff
1: i'd like keep it I'd be like thank you but i'd never wear it yeah it's kind of like that i mean it was a very short scarf but yeah like i guess like that's one of the things that you're going for a uni i've just been like i entered uni and was like now i'm just sewing everything so it's you know <laughs> That's a non-academic thing I've gained, I guess. That, friend, that's, that's, a, that's an amazing story.
2: And um, in my second year, I attempted it. And I think Hobby's key words were, it's easy once you get into it. Because mm. that before stage of really trying to like get the loop in the... It's not easy, guys. It's not easy. Dead. <laughs> um, but once you get into it, it does look super therapeutic. I just haven't got past the interest stage.
1: Yeah, My maybe God. I should make a knitting society or something when I go oh,
2: Yeah.
1: I'd have to actually be better at knitting when just doing squares which becomes sort of rectangular scarves. I think <laughs> I'd have to get beyond that stage <laughs> otherwise I'd feel a bit a bit stupid being the president of a knitting society you can knit one thing. You could knit a
0: throw which is basically just a big square.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't want to wear an itchy jumper. I think that's there you go. That's anyone who's coming uh who's coming to second year when I come back in 2022. Join the knitting society, <laughs> you know. Not many
0: students actually know, but you can start your own society if you, you have
1: what three other people. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, it's like that, and you have to have a treasurer to make sure you're not just swindling funds out of bank accounts or something. Exactly, it, it's not a way for money laundering, but it
0: is great as actually having a place to meet like-minded people.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, and there's so many. We was, was saw what 150 societies at like Ken or something stupid like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's a, lot, there's of a lot of societies. There's a society for everything. There's like a cocktail making society. There's a Harry Potter society. Guys, there is all types of societies. If you don't find one, you better start one, honestly, because I guarantee you 15 other people that love what you're doing.
0: Wow. <laughs> 100%. I remember the first year, one of my friends wanted to start an anime society in Medway. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he realized there was one in Canterbury. So he just joined that and just left the idea. But you know, that's a so many people like animes. Anyone can start a society about animes. Like, it's it's so simple and easy. And that's, I think, the best part about UD as well. Like, all societies where you can meet people who have the same, you know, likes and dislikes as you, in a sense, who kind of are very like-minded, you guys will click on basis of something that you find common. Yeah, definitely.
1: That's like, it's just, there's like, what, 20,000 people at University of Kent? There's got to be at least two other people that like what you like. Yeah exactly that's a quote left by right there (laughs) there's a thousand people's at the city
0: there's at least at least a few people who like what you do simple as yeah now both you guys are very very um into the university experience and you've really delved into getting involved at university and you know uh lena being the president of ktv Harvey, you being one of the most impeccable students i've met by far honestly your track record speaks for itself do you guys have any tips for new students coming in new freshers
1: hmm. i i mean for me like my obviously like we said like don't take yourself too seriously but i think it depends what your goals are. When I came in to Kent, my goal was I I want to go first. If I come out of anything less than that, I feel like a failure, which is, by the way, not the right attitude to take. It's detrimental to your mental health. It's terrible to do that. But if you're really just there and you're like, I want to do this, and you know what you want to do, and you know what re- result you have to get, you just need to treat it as your full-time job. Like, if if I'm honest, when I'm when I'm in sort of work mode, it's like when I was well when I was studying like in second year it was like I start now you know like nine o'clock or ten o'clock I was kind to myself I did ten o'clock you know I couldn't I can't I, I work now and I still can't get up at seven thirty properly so, <laughs> struggle. so it's a struggle. It's a, it is a massive struggle but like you know you have to like you do kind of have to sort of get into that thing where no one else is going to do it for you when I when I was doing my GCSEs which if I'm honest, I thought about this the other day, and it was nearly eight years ago now. I, I was eight years ago. I did my GCSEs, and no one, and everyone sort of told you what you do, and you just write it down. At uni, you, you don't. It's it's kind of like it's up to you. So first year is all right. Like you can kind of get away with just sort of getting on with it and learning how to how to study because it will mostly be on. You know, they'll just tell you what you need to know, and you can just get away with that. If I'm honest, like I didn't do a lot of extra. But when it comes to like second and third year, you you need to have those skills already where you can go into the library and go, Okay, I need to know about this topic. Uh if you, you know, you need to know how to write properly. And for me, the best way to do that was just to go, This is my job, because if I don't treat it as my job and I just treat it as like school, I won't I know personally I wouldn't have to have been as motivated to do it. So I think mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of one of the things like I guess like it's it's I have to be careful to not say don't overdo it, but for me it's like you kind of need to know what you're there for ultimately. Like once you've done the socializing and the partying, don't fall into that trap because I've seen a lot of people go really hard in the partying and they've just crashed and burned in the second semester because it's when it starts getting real. Um, which is not to scare you because honestly, anyone who's coming to first year, it is great, and it honestly once you get past like, the first couple of weeks, it's kind of manageable. But you've just got to sort of learn to be an adult as well, I guess, because you still got to cook and clean and like put the bins 100%. out. It's all a learning curve it's a it's very steep it's like a learning cliff if I'm honest you know <laughs> I like I've lived yep. on my own was like I mean I moved on moving out on my own to my own place in June when I did start my placement and I'm still mm-hmm. trying to l- I, like my mum was laughing at me yesterday because I cooked 12 sausages at once because I thought that's what you did to keep keep them fresh like so <laughs> if you add like studying and socializing and that it, it is tiring and you will need to take care of yourself as well but you know just pace yourself
0: I guess 100% I completely agree I've literally haven't moved back home since my second year beginning of second year so since then I've been living out on my own even after like my student accommodation ended for me I'm never going to move back home because I found that independence I found that way to live by myself as well so now I do my own cooking my laundry cleaning I've become OCD which is the last thing I ever expected from me I'm one of the most messiest people ever but now I'm not because I get so OCD about Because it's my own space and I need to keep it clean. Any little mess, I'll go pick it up. So that's what's going to happen if I decide to move out to university. I'm just telling you guys now. You're going to become OCD.
1: (laughs) Or it's just going to be an absolute pigsty. Like it it is. It is a sort of a you're very clean, or it's an absolute pigsty. And I've got to say, like, there's a good reason my camera angle's tilted like this because, like, you know, even (laughs) this is kind of like, you know, I've got a giant T-Rex in the corner there wearing a jumper. Like it's. Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> like it's just it's just sort of like uh you know but that's I guess that's the other thing isn't it like I'm sure you guys can attest like you will need to learn to cook and clean but at the same time <laughs> you you really need to make sure you don't let food go wrong because I've seen some really nasty bins mm, you've seen some- yeah 100%, 100%. 100%.
2: Seen some wild things in that fridge oh. but yeah trust me my top tips um would be taking care of yourself as well, relating to what Harvey was saying. And even how I started it off with, you know, summarizing my first year is a big question of like, what do I want? Um, Understanding your motives, you know, I wanted to have friends, so I had to put that effort in. And you get so much independence that you can just sit down in your bed and miss every single lecture and miss all the socials. Nobody's really gonna chase you up. you have the independence to do that but it's all sort of about asking yourself what else do you want from uni do you want a good grade or do you want a 2-1 all of which is you know fine but you sort of have to put the effort in for that as well do you want to make friends do you want to attend every Wednesday do you want to be part of a sports society and stay fit and then just sort of answering those questions by you know putting in the effort of going to the gym or taking that leap which is sometimes super daunting and I'm not gonna lie I did you know take advantage of my independence by being too nervous to you know join as many societies as I wanted in my first year and being a little bit too nervous and not you know attending some lectures I'm not gonna lie just staying in my bed sometimes and that's all right as well I feel like um you're coming into your show as an adult and sort of want to take care of yourself as a whole and sometimes it means having a Mackey's for dinner and sometimes it means cooking yourself, a meal prep Um, and yeah I just think taking care of yourself is the biggest one as well and just really asking yourself what you want out of your university journey and then just going for it, taking that big leap. I love that I think Zed's catchphrase is just take a leap of faith in uni and you really just sort of have to with everything you want to do and just knowing that it's all possible if you want to be a president of a certain
0: society just go for it you know 100% I completely agree that's what I'd say take a leap of faith at the end of the day university is a very daunting experience for every single person coming to university they're feeling the exact same way and we all have that anxiousness and that kind of where it goes basically we have actually so many things to our kind of you right we can actually do anything we want we can go out clubbing we can have debates we can be on radio shows we can start podcasts you literally do anything you set your mind to when you're at university be you 100 percent authentically and do whatever you want to do because anything is possible
1: exactly yeah i'd, I'd live by that very much so um
2: okay.
0: well guys it, this has been A very, very interesting discussion and I'm so grateful to have you guys join me today for the podcast and really really grateful that you guys brought your insight and i hope anyone listening any prospective students who might be coming to kent um i hope this kind of helped ease your anxiety toward clearing a results day or whatever we've been in the same position you're in now three years ago four years ago five years ago we all we were all in that one spot then and when you look back at things it really hits you that you've come so far from that anxious nervous mess to what you are now you grow massively at university again just take a leap of faith and Come join us at Kent Hopefully.